0: Dear Santa, I would like some Star Wars action figures for Christmas, but I don't know where to find
1: them.
2: <laughs>
0: I know that laugh.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's Santa the Hut. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Toy Hut, the ultimate Star Wars fan store. Toyhut.com.
1: T-O-Y-H-U-T-T dot C-O-M. Created by collectors for collectors. They ship worldwide daily. Daily. Custom
0: shipping boxes made just for action figures. So uh,
1: When your toy comes in a Jabba-shaped package, you know what it is. <laughs> well, you hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> they know what the adult collector expects. Well, what does the adult collector expect? Well, well-wrapped adults. Salicious crumbs in all the right places i want to say hi to all the toy hut
2: employees at the warehouse because they listen to us and that's so awesome and
1: they like us so you should like them and they know fluent hutties Ukli numa oh toyhut.com. Need want action figure
0: when is a foot only three and a half inches
1: i'm kevin leeson does this podcast make my butt look big i'm torn atkinson This is the greatest podcast that has ever been made.
2: I'm Joe Fulgham, and it's Caustic Soda. Of course.
1: Bam! What episode is this in our, how far are we along in our seven deadly sins? This is number four? Gluttony, Greed, Sloth, and now Pride. In our seven series on the seven deadly sins.
0: Our seven-part series. Yes.
1: Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Does the math add up? Hold on. Uh, in hold all on. of wait, wait. it. Seven deadly sins. One part per sin. So, yep.
1: Yeah. All right. I've confirmed it. Pride, in almost every list, is considered the original and most serious of the seven deadly sins. What? Yes. What? That's, yes. Okay.
2: That's really weird, because when I was researching, I kept finding pride is often seen as a virtue.
1: Yeah, if you're American. No, even... <laughs> or patriotic in general. Or uh, gay. gay. Also, if you're gay. Yes,
0: that's right. They have, or, a, they have a parade. Or white. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's true. Yeah,
1: yeah anyway. Uh, it is the ultimate source from which the others arise. It is identified as the desire to be more important or attractive than others, failing to acknowledge the good work of others, and excessive love of self, especially holding self out of proper position toward gad Dante's definition was love of self perverted to hatred and contempt for one's neighbor. Ah. In perhaps the best known example, the story of Lucifer. Right. Pride, his desire to compete with God and was what caused his fall from heaven and his resultant transformation into Satan. His downfall literally and figuratively.
2: doesn't literally have to actually happen as opposed to be in a, I don't know, maybe you can. Literally as in, like, it's literature. No, like, in that he <laughs> fell. He actually fell
0: he actually out of the fell.
2: sky.
1: Oh, okay. like, Liter- literarily. <laughs> literarily. Uh, his non- fall from grace as well as his physical fall into hell. Okay. That's what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah. The ninth circle is reserved for the prideful and the traitorous in hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Dante's Divine Comedy, the penitents were forced to walk with stone slabs bearing down on their backs to induce feelings of humility. So that they would bow over. That and they could, like, throw together a mean kitchen countertop. Here's
2: what I've got about it being a virtue. Aristotle uh, identified pride as the crown of the virtues, distinguishing it from vanity, temperance, and humility. Ah, uh, Aristotle. What a hack. I don't yeah, man is I don't a social. with Aristotle. So there's what he's man. saying is that there's good pride, which is, you know, you should be proud of the work that you do and the good that you do, but you shouldn't be vain about it. I mean, he certainly doesn't. He does separate it from vanity. Hey,
0: Aristotle's the one who came up with man as a social and a political animal.
2: <laughs> Psh- Yeah. Where's the evidence for that? Yeah,
1: I'm telling you. Once more. Once more. But uh, vainglory is, Mm -hmm. is, is, I guess, what we're talking about now, which is kind of the sub level of pride. Yeah. Okay. Unjustified boasting. Right. Pope Gregory viewed it as a form of pride, so he holds vainglory into pride for his listing of sins. The Latin term gloria roughly means boasting, although it's English cognate. Glory has come to have an exclusively Positive meaning. Uh,
0: I guess gl- it only becomes vainglory when your boasting is uh, unjustified. So I guess I don't suffer from vainglory. I just boast justifiably. Mm-hmm. Naturally.
1: As for the word itself, pride comes from the old French prouse, brave, valiant. Corresponding virtue is humility. What uh, the cardinal virtues? Cardinal sins Hev- and the heavenly virtues. Heavenly so virtues. virtues. Uh, who right. knows what the demon of pride is, according you- to Binsfield classifications? bub.
0: Did, did, did no, you, he's Lord of the Flies. No, didn't you just say it's Lucifer, right? Yep. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Damn. Was paying attention.
2: Ah, he said it earlier. <laughs> I don't listen to Torin.
0: <laughs> it was like a minute and a half ago. I was hypnotized by his voice. Uh, staring longingly into his
2: limpid blue pools for eyes. Oh, no, no, no. The it's green. not a physical thing. It's merely his voice. <laughs> Ooh, I limpid my green eyes and, pools. I, I close he's my eyes and listen to him with that sultry bass.
1: The dulcet tones
2: <laughs> of me. Uh,
0: that could be the name of an album. The dulcet tones of me.
1: Peter Binsfield, just for those who, uh, of you who may have missed our other episodes on uh, sinning, prepared a classification of demons in 1589 based on the seven deadly sins, establishing that each one of the mentioned demons tempted people by means of one of those sins. There's not really a phobia of pride, per se, but there is a fear of ugliness. Does that count? Yeah, I think what that leads to pride. Or At least vaingloriousness, to, yeah. vanity, fear of being ugly. Yeah, so you put on lots
0: of makeup. You take pride to a uh, to a sinning level mm. as a result of your
1: fear of ugliness, which mm-hmm. is cacophobia. Cacophobia? C A C O. Cacophobia. Okay. Should we talk about narcissists? You must yeah. know.
0: What uh, what do you want to know?
1: <laughs> you know
2: the our listeners can't respond to that question. So you should I, just well, I was them. directing it uh, <laughs>
0: straight at Torrin. Oh. I'm waiting for him to air quote something. <laughs> As what? he inevitably will do in yeah, I times think he'd like, like to know
2: about, <laughs> quote, unquote, <laughs> quote, quote, unquote, quote unquote, Narcissus.
0: Well, you know, he was uh, that guy who uh, couldn't stop looking in the, uh, in the pool because he, uh, he was the best looking
2: guy he knew. He'd, well, he'd never seen his own uh, his own image. He'd never looked in a mirror. And then yeah. he saw himself in a pond. And he just so stared and stared
0: went, oh, my God, I am so hot. And then he
2: turned into a flower. He was... Uh, uh, didn't he just waste away to death? No, he turned into a flower. He was turned into a flower, mm. into a flower by uh, One of Zeus, the goddesses. Odin. One of the goddesses. It, was either, it could be Zeus. It's maybe Greek, maybe it's Greek mythology. Yeah, Greek mythology. And uh, he, he's basically
0: the Greek mythological version of Paris Hilton. <laughs> just can't stop looking at himself. Thinks he's the hottest thing since sliced bread.
2: Well, there are several versions of the story, of course.
0: Oh. Of course, there's several versions to every story. But in one that he he has turned oh, into a flower. There's the, the uh, one that
1: Pausanias version and the Hellenic version and the and Roman the, version and the Leeson version, <laughs> where he turns into a flower. I <laughs> would love if there was a Leeson version but of all the, mythology. Uh,
2: I would make it a lot more interesting. There'd be a lot more bear maulings. I'll tell you that right now. What's interesting is the Narcissus flower actually yeah. bends over water and tends to look down on it as well.
0: Oh, I see. Is, uh, it's kind of one of those chicken and egg
1: things. You love chicken and egg things.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you got the uh, the Greek mythological guys like see this plant and they go, hey, why does this plant act like this? Oh, because it was a dude
2: who couldn't stop looking in the uh, in the water. That's right. So you turn it into a moral tale. Yes. Yeah. Don't be so proud. Proudful. Prideful? Proudful? Vain glorious. <laughs> Vain.
1: Don't be so vainglorious. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the science of vainglory. There's a the science quotient. of Well, we can talk about body dysmorphic disorder. Oh. Or BDD. Yeah. Psychological somatiform disorder in which the affected person is excessively concerned about and preoccupied by a perceived defect in, in his or her physical features, Just to say body image.
0: Clo- uh, I mean, stuff like this is really closely tied with uh, eating disorders and stuff like that. Like... Bulimia, anorexia—it's sort of—I don't know if they're directly linked or if they're a subset to one another or whatever. But I've definitely heard of anorexics being like body dysmorphics mm-hmm. as well. Maybe maybe people who become anorexic are body dysmorphic. Maybe it's one of those yeah, intertwined relationships. I don't know things. which causes
2: what, but I've certainly seen on the internet there are a few social groups for people who are are anorexic and are constantly trying to get their weight down and it's really sad to see because like they'll be posting pictures of themselves i'm so fat look at me and they're and they as opposed to the proper response of what like what are you talking about you look great or you're too thin they all like you're right and you can do it we know that you can lose that extra 10 pounds even though you weigh 70 and are five and a half feet tall it's really sick
0: i uh i worked on a a show called john tucker must die and uh the lead actress in that was a young girl called britney and uh, she's a tiny little blonde thing, and uh, she couldn't possibly be tinier or blonder uh, in the she show. She could have been more
2: blonde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm seeing some roots in the pictures.
0: But uh, suffice to say, like, didn't seem anything wrong with her from my perspective. But yeah, in the middle of the show, when uh, she realized that she had a scene in lingerie,
1: uh, it became a major issue for concern, and uh,
0: she basically stopped eating in the middle of the show.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, The disorder is linked to significantly diminished quality of life and can be comorbid. Comorbid. What does that mean? People help each other die?
2: Let me look that up.
0: <laughs> wow. That wasn't air quotes. That was shrugging. You know, people can't actually see you shrug <laughs> you, either. You got you to gotta add in. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. There has to be a, an accompanying sound effect to that. That was shrug. my signal for Joe to Google that shit. Uh, yeah.
2: In medicine, comorbidity, literally additional morbidity, is either the presence of one or more disorders or diseases in addition to a primary disease or disorder or the effect of such additional disorders. Oh, so
0: that's the term for that anorexia and body dysmorphic right. thing that we're talking about. Comorbidity.
1: With major depressive disorder and social phobia, also known as chronic social anxiety. A completed suicide rate more than double that of major depression, three to four times that of manic depression. Extreme cases of BDD linked with dissociation can be considered a risk factor for suicide. However, many cases of BDD are treated uh, with medication and counseling.
0: It's a horrible thing. I mean, uh, you know, when people really, really, truly hate the way they look. You're kind of stuck with you, you know. You kind of you came out of the box like this, right? Like especially when you're talking about when it's not just directly linked to weight issues. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, oh, my nose is too big, or my boobs aren't big enough, or my butt hangs low, or like whatever it is, right? Your butt does hang low, actually, Kevin. (laughs) It does not. But
2: here's the thing: there are people who like that. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter what you have. I remember one of the hottest girls in high school growing up had a really big nose. Like, mm. like I'm sure it bothered the hell out of her. It was a schnoz. It was a schnoz. She was stunning. And no, nobody cared about her nose. I'm sure she cared. I didn't know her that well. Jennifer Gray after Dirty Dancing. Owned, like I wanted to get together. Yeah, with Jennifer her. Gray's got a big nose. She's great.
0: Well,
1: she used to have a big nose. She doesn't. Oh yeah.
0: Just,
1: oh, the vanity. vanity. The yeah. vanity.
0: <laughs> you know, a hundred years ago, you could hate yourself all you want. And there's nothing you could do about it. Yeah. And now they got <laughs> uh, the you know plastic surgery is so omnipresent and and available and for certain people affordable and just you just can completely reshape yourself yeah that's got to be a form of body dysmorphism too right like the things that michael jackson did to himself and that the reality chick from the hills like seven procedures in a single day or something like that and she's 23 years old and's had like 20 surgical procedures this is a mental
1: disorder it's got to be right pop quiz pop quiz common locations of perceived defects in research carried out by Dr. Catherine Phillips involving 500 patients, the percentage of patients concerned with the most common locations were as follows. All right. Okay. So if I say skin, 73%, that doesn't mean that 73% of the 500 people-
0: No, it can be 100% for every answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. People can hate they more, can than, hate one more thing, than one thing exactly. about okay. themselves. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. We got that. So
2: this is And this is asking regular people? Or, or is this or people, people who suffer from-
0: Patients. Body dysmorphia. Patients. Disorder. So- it's got to be people who are actual sufferers of body
1: dysmorphic disorder. Hair. Give me the percentage.
2: Uh, I'm going to go 50-50. I'm going to go like, what, 25? 56%. Oh, there All we go. right. I did, I did, I, we're going
0: with Price's Right style, or is it just proximity? Like I could have said does, 57. Let's go with proximity.
2: Okay. I, I'm going to say I said low because I think that's one of the easiest things to change. But it's also one of the easiest
0: things to hate. I got a cowlick. Right. That's true. I don't. It's stringy. It's the wrong color.
2: But you could just grow it out and, you know, get something permed and colored and changed. And it's and, and not like you're affecting, like, a living part of your body. Like Yeah.
0: I think that number actually speaks to the fact this has got to be people who actually suffer from body right. dysmorphic disorder. Because you're not going to go to a restaurant and ask the people in the restaurant, just regular normal people on the street, and who have 56% their- of them say they hate their
1: hair. Who
2: hates their hair? Definitely yeah. also
1: has to do a lot with culture because pretty much all of the African Canadians I see have their hair straightened. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And a lot of Asian people will have their hair lightened. Yeah, that makes sense. Something to consider. Uh, toes. Uh, I'm going to go
2: 15. Really? I think I'm going to go higher because that is something that people could really fixate on. I'm going go to go 60%. You wear shoes. 36%. Oh, yeah. there's. Uh, I'll take. give that to you. That's genitals. What? Oh, this 90%. I don't know. Speaking of somebody who loves his genitals, well, okay. Are we talking talking, this is is lower genitals or are we talking boobs? Is boobs a different? Boobs
1: is different. Boobs Boobs is different. Okay. Um, I don't think boobs counts as genitals in anyone's So, So so what are you saying,
0: Kevin? (laughs) I'm saying 90%. Like seriously, if you hate yourself, the number one thing you're going to hate is your junk.
2: I'm going to go with 60%. 8%. Eight percent? Eight percent. People 8%.
0: are down with, wow. their, so fine their, with their genitals. genitals. Okay. All well, right. I
2: got closer but it barely counts. Yeah, no, but right. basically I, both.
0: Let's call that, that we one. both missed. Ankles. If hey, if they if they if they're in love with their genitals, I'm gonna go with eight percent on ankles too.
2: I'll go a little higher. I'll go like fifteen percent.
1: Two percent. Yeah,
0: oh man! Yeah, they're, they're, you, they're never, just, you never see them. They're just starters. functional. They're, yeah, they're you know what? I guess so. <laughs> they're just functional. They're like the wheels <laughs> on the like car, the
2: small right? All of my it's, back. I, I said it because I know a girl who hates her ankles. Yeah. Oh, it's because she's got. Re- it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's because she's got cankles, right? What I have
0: never really cankles.
1: cankles? Cankles? You never heard that term? Calves that going to ankles.
0: Calf ankles. <laughs> like it's that your your ankle doesn't narrow to a point. It oh. just go like straight down like a column. Oh, I see. There are lots of ladies. Lots of ladies have a problem with cankles. In fact. Minnie Driver actually talks about her cankles in that Circle of Friends movie with her and Chris O'Donnell. I love her in that.
2: And you know what? She's a little heavier in that. Well, she put on like 30, 40 pounds in that movie. And I think that was the best she's looked. And I still like her thin, but I think she looked better in Circle of Friends.
0: Circle of Friends was the movie that I fell
2: in love with Minnie Driver.
0: She talks about her cankles. And Kristen Stewart from uh, Sex and the City. She's the brunette chick. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's good. Serious cankles. Yeah. I worked with her on the John Denver story. She played John Denver's first wife. Yeah, and I was like, because she's so petite and thin and like yeah. really good looking, badass ankles. I guarantee you, they never think, show yeah. her ankles on Sex and City. <laughs> well, that's part she, of her like, contract. That's part of her contract. It's like, do not shoot me below the the mid calf. <laughs> Harshest <laughs> case of ankles I ever seen. I don't care. What do I care? Dude, In a right set have... of circumstances, they're up near your face. They're going to be right... Yeah, Dude, you could... don't be staring
1: at that while you're, you're be... having sex Listen, with someone. she, yeah. could, she could could Oh, have... my God, get those be... cankles away from me. You don't want to be confronted me. with cankles. Oh, I just lost my erection. <laughs> yeah. She could have stumps, and I wouldn't care. <laughs> stumps. <laughs> well, now we've learned something about Joe. <laughs> How do you feel about foot binding? <laughs> oh, um, not a fan.
0: God. Again, I... I don't care if people, girls have big feet. It's right up there with female circumcision, one of the greatest yep. crimes committed against women over the last several years. Hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. It's
1: terrible. Zhu. Uh, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. but Zhu was a custom practiced on young girls and women for approximately 1,000 years oh. in China, beginning in the 10th century and ending in the first half of the 20th century.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Horrifying. Foot binding resulted in lifelong disabilities for most of its victims. As the practice waned in the early 20th century, some girls' feet were released after initial binding, leaving less severe deformities according to a study conducted by the U of California. However, some effects of foot binding were permanent, especially if a girl's arches or toes had been broken or other drastic measures taken in order to achieve the desired smallness. Ah, uh, it in is the, so horrifying. In the 1990s and early 2000s, some elderly born in the mid-1940s Chinese women still suffered from disabilities related to bound feet. And they'd
0: have been better off just chopping their toes off. If you want like tiny tiny feet, just surgically alter them. Like this binding thing is brutal. I mean, yeah. it's like braces times a thousand.
2: And maybe Who came
0: up with this idea?
2: People who like small feet. Uh, I would imagine, man. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, uh, well,
0: obviously, for a thousand years, it was a it was Although not a matriarchal let's, society. Let's but
2: not ignore the uh, the self-inflicted uh, damage that women do in the cause of beauty. And I mean, five-inch stiletto heels are really big right now. That, that can't be fun.
1: That the women were very proud of, some of them. You know, how tiny their feet could be. How tiny their feet could be compared to other women whose feet were not as tiny sort of thing.
0: A woman who starts with relatively tiny feet is going to have a lesser impact from the binding than mm. a woman with,
1: like, flippers. Binding the feet involved breaking the arch of the foot, which ultimately ah. left ultimately left a crevice approximately two inches deep, which was considered most desirable. It took approximately two years for this process to achieve the desired effect, preferably a foot that measured about three to three and a half inches from toe to heel.
0: There's a picture that we're obviously going to put up on the website that shows you exactly what foot binding did to the woman's foot, and it is
1: Horrifying.
2: Yeah, it's terrible.
1: While foot binding could lead to serious infections, possibly gangrene, and was generally painful for life, contrary to popular belief, many women with bound feet were able to walk, work in fields, climb to mountain homes, and valley up from valleys below.
2: Yeah, in pain.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. agonizing, excruciating pain for every minute of their life. Just you got
1: to push past the pain (laughs) for you for your vanity.
0: Yeah, look beyond. Imagine the tiny shoes that they would be able to wear.
1: Who cares? Ah. And then we go from there to high
0: heels. I just said five-inch stilettos are kind of a big deal right now, fashion-wise, and that can't be fun.
2: I have to admit I do kind of – I'm not a foot guy at all, but I like the effect that high heels have on a woman's body. I hate high heels. hate
0: them. Hate wearing them or hate seeing them? All
1: of the above. (laughs) Really? They're so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) They slant the foot forward and down while bending the toes up. The more that the feet are forced into this position, the more it may cause the Achilles tendon to shorten. When the foot slants forward, a much greater weight is transferred to the ball of the foot and the toes, increasing the likelihood of damage to the underlying soft tissue, which supports the foot. In many shoes, style dictates compressing the toes or forcing them together, possibly resulting in blisters, corns, bunions, etc., etc. Morton's neuroma. Yeah, Morton's neuroma, mm-hmm. a growth or tumor of nerve tissue in case you're wondering what Morton's neuronal was, and uh, many other medical conditions, most of which are permanent and will require surgery to alleviate the pain. My ex-girlfriend, she was a
0: dancer, lifelong dancer, and she had a condition. I cannot remember the name of it, but I'm sure it ended in osis. <laughs> Her uh, big toe on one foot from being from doing ballet and your point shoes and all right. this, that stuff yep. uh, was dislocated. And she had wow. a giant lump on one side of her foot and her big toe kind of overlapped like her two little toes next to it. And the only remedy for it was surgery. And the problem was is that she was a working actor now and right. she couldn't take the amount of time off to rehab it. Right. She would have been basically out of commission or on crutches for the better part of a year. Yeah. So she just was putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, but. Eventually, in order for it to keep from getting worse and worse, she's going to have to have her yeah. foot completely re- surgically reconstructed.
1: And high heels put pressure on the lower back through making the rump push outwards and crushing the lower back vertebrae and contracting the muscles right. of the lower back. So. I'm willing to work out a deal with my uh, <laughs> women
2: where they don't have to actually walk around in the high heels.
1: They just stand. They, or lie down. <laughs> What if they made really tall? What if they made really tall flats that just had a picture of a stiletto on the back?
2: (laughs) Well, but then you don't get that that whole thing where it pushes the butt up. Oh, it's the ass you want. You want to see the ass? The the calves, the the
1: ass, the calves
2: get tight. The the butt goes up and the boobs go out. Like it's full on sexy pose. I'm sorry, There's ladies. There's a reason. I'm sorry, and I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying this is why we like it. Yeah. Well, um, but like I said, like, save them for special together time and don't even have to stand in them very long. That's that, why- does, is that not a fair deal? I don't know.
0: When you see women who actually wear
1: high heels all the time. What if they're they- crying at the same time? Do you like that? Too? No. <laughs>
0: No, no, no. <laughs> when you see women who are wear high heels constantly, like all the time, mm-hmm. through whatever their occupation is, or just as a matter of fashion, right. of course, and then you take the shoes off, and then they continue to walk around on their tiptoes. Right. You're like, ah, that's the long-term impact of that.
2: For anybody who's had a stripper at their house. <laughs> just, you know. I, uh, I can't say that I have, which might surprise Torin. Moving on.
1: The lesser of two evils. Which is the lesser of two evils? Having your foot bound, foot binding. Okay. Or attacked by a grizzly bear.
0: Oh, call back to our last episode on bears. Ooh. You get attacked by a grizzly, and there's a chance that nothing will happen. That you will back away slowly, curl into a fetal position. Oh,
1: something's gonna happen. It
0: will it will sniff you and then walk away. It will try and fake you out you, one time by hiding behind. Let's say tree. For the purpose of
1: this discussion. Okay, so
0: not attacked by bear, mauled by a bear. Mauled by mauled a bear. By a bear. This, is, okay. this is a
1: grizzly who is You may survive. You may survive. Yep. You may not die. Yep. You may die, but you may not die. Oh, man.
0: Getting mauled by a bear, much higher chance of death. Like, there's no chance
1: of death at all. No, when, it's not true. Gangrene.
0: Oh, that's right. But uh, medical science the way it is today, I mean, they can just chop your feet off, right? Fair enough. Yeah, there we go. Give enough. you some of
1: those cool little uh, curvy
2: stumps. running. Stumps. No, the stumps that you were talking yeah, about, yeah. but those cool new uh, artificial lights like for the runners. Fiber, that are the yeah. carbon fiber. The carbon fiber. The guy who's breaking. Awesome. The guy who's breaking all the sprint records. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now yeah. I'm okay. I'm leaning towards that. Leaning towards the <laughs> foot binding.
1: It's not like I walk around that much anyway. So let me ask you this. I mean, the mauling by the if you if you choose foot binding, are you just going to say? Screw it. I'm just going to cut these off anyway <laughs> Maybe. and, and well, become depends. a cyborg. I, would, I would probably try to live with them for a while. Because you're in constant pain. Yeah, you, I know. Even wow. it
0: is, it's a classic, like, long-term pain versus short-term pain. Right? And possible death. Like, and possible, and possible death. death. Yeah. Like, the the mauling is definitely going to have a bigger single individual impact. But then after the – you could fully recover. Like, you could have nothing wrong with you mm-hmm. after you yep. your extended hospital
2: stay. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to take that chance, though. I think, is I, the I think dice. I have to go with the foot binding because oh, I can't even imagine. Because here's the thing: one swipe of that bear's paw could do worse damage to your feet than the foot binding does, and then he can do another swipe and do something Man,
0: he worse. Might, he might eat your face,
1: too. yeah, and and your guts, and they'll just how, find how your... prideful and vain are you, yeah. Kevin? About yeah, I guess your like if he eats your face and you
0: survive, that's worse than foot binding. It's just <laughs> terrible. Although they can, they they got face transplants now. They can actually that's give true. you a new face. I saw it in a John Woo movie and everything.
2: <laughs> face off, yes, the uh, ultra scientific face off. Yeah, I just I'm I I see the pictures hey, uh, of the foot binding and I'm horrified. Hey, I want to get some people for my movie, but I need two actors who can absolutely chew the scenery. Uh, how about John Travolta, and Nicolas Cage? Sold. Let's Mission do accomplished. It. Mission accomplished. I just
0: I see the pictures of the foot binding and the after effects of it, and I'm terrified. Terrified.
2: Well, do you want me to find some pictures of the guy who there was like his arm and a piece of one of his feet left and there's blood all over the place after being attacked by <laughs> and eaten by a grizzly bear? So I'm guessing. Because then that, we can compare. So let's go,
0: let's go around. Let's, let's call it. What's the conclusion, Joe? You I, go with foot I'm to go
2: with, and it, and it pains me to say it because that's awful. It literally want, pains you. This is, this is one of the, I mean, I've said that there have been difficult decisions before, but this one I think in my head, ah, living with the foot binding, but I have to go with the foot binding. It's terrible, but.
1: torn Foot binding. I'm an Ursophobe. An ursophobe.
0: I'm going to go with the mauling and roll the dice. I cannot imagine walking around on little stumps for the rest of my life. (laughs) I just... uh, But you'd be so dainty and petite. I know. I would... uh, would, Never find shoes. I would roll the dice with the mauling that maybe he would just nibble on me a little bit. Maybe a a claw mark. Because you could get... You could walk away with a nasty claw mark on the back and have an awesome story. Yeah. We've had the
2: scar, I think, before. Yeah, Yeah. You
0: should take your shirt off at parties and all of a sudden, who's the toughest guy in the room, right? Footbinding. Nothing sexy about footbinding.
1: Unless you are into Chinese men. I, old Chinese men.
0: I understand what you're saying, but you have not convinced me. But there you go. I wasn't trying to convince you. I'm convincing myself. <laughs> Did you do it? <laughs> oh, God. Barely. <laughs>
1: the news <laughs> kevin you didn't do it didn't uh, when was when did uh kanye west's mother die from complications from plastic surgery Re-
0: that's relatively recent that was like a year and a half ago or something like that
1: breast reduction tummy tuck something like that i went to the pride parade I think it was a tummy year. tuck
0: it was really cool i've been to the pride parade many times Sinful,
1: sinful it kind of was it was awesome gentlemen Sinfully Not good. only in the eyes of God is pride a sin, but homosexuality is sin. That's doubling your sin. I know. Well, that's one of those
2: subjective it's, sins. Uh, it depends on who you're talking what, to. What is it in the eyes of Santa Claus? Because I kind of value those about the same. <laughs> the eyes of God and the eyes of Santa Claus. Yeah. How about the eyes of Bugs Bunny? <laughs> well, Actually, Bugs Bunny was a, quite a cross-dresser. Got, so. I was just going to say, Bugs Bunny was probably okay with it.
1: <laughs> and
2: Injured Species. Bugs Bunny kissing Elmer Fudd right there. You got uh,
0: Michael Jackson. Oh, but he didn't die because of plastic surgery. Not but he did die. Well, hopping. he
1: was taking
2: painkillers because of the pain from his plastic surgery. Wasn't is that it? right? I thought so. Wow. Let's let's get the actual.
0: Or he had just been a, a druggie. Yeah, maybe he was just saying that. Oh, yeah.
1: All my plastic surgery is making my face hurt. I'm going to take some drugs.
0: I, I'll tell you what I got. I got a fear of botched surgical procedures. <laughs> I got I got a, a botched surgophobia, right? It's so much worse if it's on your face, right? Like, if you got a botched boob job... Well, you just put on a different bra, and it kind of straightens your shit out, right? (laughs) You get a botch. Well, you don't want to botch colonoscopy; that would be bad. But you you get a botch plastic
2: surgery,
1: friend. Yeah,
0: yeah. But
2: like, (laughs) well, I I like mine to be extra pink.
0: Yeah, but like, take Michael Jackson, and you botch his nose job, and his nose is falling off of his face.
2: Yeah,
1: he looks like death. (laughs) What about carrot top? What about that guy? What about Carrot Top? He's out of his
2: mind. Like, he was always
1: kind of freaky, weird looking. And shouldn't his hair be green because the top of a carrot is green? (laughs) Yeah. His whole body should be orange and his hair should be green. Exactly.
0: Or he should he should leave his hair as is, paint his body green, and walk around on his hands.
1: So he's like super steroids guy now. Yeah, and he's had lots of facial plastic surgery. We'll lots of, of, of plastic surgery. Put the, one of the more horrific pictures of him up on our website. He, he is
0: definitely looking like a drag queen these days. He looks scary. I've been to Vegas many times. Yeah, one of my favorite places to go, and he's got a standing show there. And I've never, for one millisecond, been tempted to go. I've Never found. Maybe him funny. he gets
1: funnier with the more plastic surgery and steroids steroids he takes <laughs> because he can lift way more props out of his bag yes you yes. exactly.
0: can go with yeah you can go with much heavier prop gags if need be
2: i got a sledgehammer joke in here somewhere
0: though the funny part about uh and not funny haha funny like he, that's gallagher's bit it, about care was that when he broke into the scene i mean he's one of these like classic like 130 pound scrawny weakling guys right yeah and the fact that he's gone in a completely different direction now. And I think, I don't know if he's wearing lipstick or if he's had his lips permanently rouged or what's going on,
2: but he's very kissable. And <laughs> and what is up with the eyebrows? The eyebrows
1: are just like if he looks he, surprised at all times. He's got the Vulcan thing going on. He yeah. could,
2: yeah, like he's got the obviously got them waxed, and it's obviously a choice. The really super tight facelift too is not helping
0: yeah. any matters with the eyebrows.
2: I think you could take him, draw his eyebrows on normal, make it so he stops pursing his lips in that bizarre fashion, and maybe fix his hair somehow, and he'd be a moderately attractive guy, like muscular, and I don't know. He's not my type. Yeah. <laughs> But what I'm saying is he wouldn't be such a freak. Yes. No, he's definitely
0: freaking himself up. People are talking about him. I guess it's in showbiz. It doesn't matter what they say about you as long as they're talking about you, right? So if he's on these like TMZ shows. That There's going, no
1: such thing as bad plastic surgery.
2: Yeah. Certainly making more money than us. That goes without saying. Maybe I'm going to have to start doing roids and switch over to prop comedy. I was about to say, I think the prop comedy is where he
0: makes his money. The roids don't have much to do with that. That's how he affords his roids. <laughs> You just start oh, yeah, with the pro- yeah, comedy yeah. and work your way up. That's the right.
1: All right, let's move over to the ultimate plastic surgery disaster. Oh, this poor woman, Jocelyn oh, Waldenstein, known as the Jaguar Lady. Yeah, this woman Again. has spent four million dollars on plastic surgery. What? She's a wealthy socialite whose husband began cheating on her. To win him back, she began undergoing plastic surgery to transform into a giant cat because her husband likes big cats.
2: Who doesn't
1: like big cats?
2: Oh my God. This is horrifying. Was he cheating? Was he cheating on her with a lion?
1: Possibly. <laughs> Maybe he was cheating on her with one of the women who played Catwoman in the original Batman in yeah. the 1960s oh. Eartha live Cat. action series. She's cheating on her with Eartha <laughs> she couldn't find a costume, so she got plastic surgery instead.
0: I mean, we're obviously going to post the before and after photos yeah, of her on the website. Yeah, it's pretty
1: dramatic.
2: She's so pretty in that before picture. Like, she is really, really this pretty. This is the
0: part that bugs me about most of these people. Is they are either normal or even really attractive Mm -hmm. and they've completely screwed themselves up they all would have been better off just leaving it alone i guess that's i guess that's where this whole body dysmorphism thing comes in right is that you hate something about yourself that doesn't have anything to do with how other people perceive you it's how you see yourself in the mirror right Obviously, she's a wealthy socialite, so she doesn't make her own money. She's spending her husband's money, who's cheating on
1: her. Yeah, his uh, her husband is a billionaire art dealer, Al- Alec Waldenstein. So
0: she's got this distended chin, these really skinny, slitty eyes now. Her skin is so tight and shiny. It feels like it's about to pop. She's like a water balloon. She looks like a water balloon with yeah, a it's face pretty, on it.
1: it's pretty... It's very uncanny so, valley. It's hard to describe. It's really hard to describe. Here's You'd what I to see the
0: I want to get inside the mind of the plastic surgeon that performed all these procedures, and slap him upside the head and go, what were you thinking? When she comes in and says, hey, I don't like my normal size chin. I want a chin
1: five times normal size. Well, she's also coming in with a a briefcase full of money, right? Yeah,
0: but that's what people like. I mean, men are going to be attracted to giant square jawed ladies. And this guy just goes, oh, right, okay, I'll do it.
1: Plastic Uh, surgeon's going to talk her out of it.
0: Well, I mean, maybe, (laughs) hey, maybe we'll put like a little cleft in it or do something more tasteful. It's like, this is what a good plastic surgeon would do, right? It's like what a good uh, interior designer would do.
2: Don't do everything the customer asks. You you give them advice. I wish to paint the inside of my house completely bright pink. Yeah, or eggplant. With, with or, polka dots on the floor and stripes on the ceiling. That's
0: right. And you don't just like nod your head and say, okay. You offer your, your sound judgment as, a, as an expert in the field.
1: Uh, this comes from one of my favorite books, The World's Worst, A Guide to the Most Disgusting, Hideous, Inept, and Dangerous People, Places, and Things on Earth. Check that book out. Yeah, I have it by my toilet.
2: All right, I'll be right over. I'm definitely never touching that
1: book. Uh, Liposuction deaths—just to throw this in here—info from the FDA study, circa 2006, showed that deaths associated with liposuction could be as high as between 20 and 100 per 100,000 procedures. Death from car accidents is only 16 per 100,000. Yeah, you got
0: like a one in almost a one in a thousand chance of dying from liposuction. Wow. Up to, yeah. That is... That's a gamble. That's a real gamble. Hey, like you're, you're a gambling man. I am a gambling man, but I, I'm not going to gamble with my life over love handles. Life or love handles? Yeah, for the, that last
2: like, little bit. Yeah. I know yeah, what you're saying. Seriously, 1,001? I wouldn't take that chance. i um, <laughs> What's the chance of dying from uh, eating right and exercising? <laughs>
0: yeah, hmm. exactly.
2: Pop culture. Well, we got to start obviously
0: with the movie Seven. Oh yeah, right. How did that go? Who's the uh, she the, was the, the one, model. the model that uh, he cut off. What he cut off her nose? Just didn't he scar her face up? Yeah, you really just bad? he just slashed up her face, and in one hand was like a phone for her to call help to get them to free her, but her face would be all slashed up. Or oh, the other one was a bottle full of pills that she could take to kill herself. Right. And she chose to kill herself. Mm-hmm. Because she couldn't stand the thought of living with her with face all... With a mangled face. With a mangled face, yeah. I actually don't it, remember that part from the movie. It's one of the last ones, and they really kind of glaze over it. Like, they, mm-hmm. they walk into the place, and they go, Hey! She's got a phone in one hand and a bottle of pills in the other. And she's a model with a facial scar. Like, the whole thing took like a minute and a half. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was all exposition. And they all go, you know, that sly bastard, pretty much. Right? Okay. But I, I think out of all of the ones, it's almost the most per- perfect encapsulation of the actual right. sin. Like, the other ones, you kind of got to work at it. Like, the like gluttony the guy. guy didn't, he did choose guy, to eat. Yeah, the gluttony much, guy, yeah. he forced him to eat and then kicked him in the stomach and made his stomach burst. Right. The-, the sloth one, he tied the guy to a bed. Right. You know, like, the greed one, he made him cut off uh, a pound of his own flesh right but this one you can totally live it's no problem you can go on with your life you know with a what you would consider a handicap Mm -hmm. right but which won't actually affect your ability to live in any way shape or form right yeah she had a lesser of two evils and she she chose poorly it really was a lesser of two evils for her right what about uh zoolander Love it. There's definitely vaingloriousness galore <laughs> yeah. in that one. It's The whole movie is nonstop boasting, right? It's really
2: hard to be ridiculously really, really
0: good looking. <laughs> it succeeded in spite of itself. Like It's really a one-joke movie, but that
2: joke was good enough to carry. Mm. When I heard about Zoolander, I really expected it to be one-note and boring and yeah. just get tiresome really quickly, but it really doesn't. It's actually a movie I can watch again and again. Have you seen it, Torin? Yes. And you, you don't like it? Nah. See, I know why he doesn't like it. It's got people in it. Corn doesn't like people.
1: <laughs> I will not watch any movies with people in them. That's right. Animals are nothing. Therefore, I will not watch The Man Whose Arms
0: Exploded. Oh, oh. yeah. Has uh, anybody besides myself here at the table seen it yet? No, i has no. got people in it. I won't watch it. It was a uh, documentary made for TLC, and it
1: is horrifying yeah. and
0: again you can't sympathize with this guy in any way shape or form who is this
1: guy what is it what's going on
0: uh his name's greg valentino, valentino and uh what he did is he was a weightlifter, and uh i don't think he was you know anything special he wasn't an olympic level athlete or anything like that he was just competed in sort of a little local bodybuilding contests and stuff like that and um he was taking steroids pretty regularly and he decided, he thought to himself, hey, I, I inject my steroids into my butt or whatever, and uh, my whole body gets big. What would happen if I injected the steroids straight into the muscle that I wanted to get bigger? Mm-hmm. Right. So he started injecting steroids directly into his bicep and tricep muscles uh-huh, in his uh-huh, arms. Uh-huh. And he ended up uh, breaking the Guinness World Record for largest biceps. Yeah. And it's just, he's, it's freakish, right? Because his biceps are so huge in comparison to every other part of his body. He doesn't it, look normal in any way shape or form. He
1: has to buy special shirts.
0: At the very least. So this was going on fine and dandy and it was getting the desired effect. His biceps were growing to uh, incredibly fast into nothing that anybody anticipated. Right.
1: It's like Popeye arms in reverse.
0: But the the problem yeah. with injecting things straight into a muscle, evidently, yes, yes, is that it can get infected. Because oh. you're putting a hole in your muscle. Okay. And he got a really nasty infection in one of his biceps. Right. And basically uh, his arm
1: burst. Hence the name, the man, the man whose, whose arms, arms exploded. exploded. Uh, his arm burst. burst. It was like an explosion, blood splattering
0: on everyone? Well, he he ended up, he got blood poisoning from the infection. Oh, that's no good. And he was really sick and came dangerously close to dying. And in order to save him, they had to cut a big chunk of his bicep out. But that's the part he
1: loves the most of his body.
0: So one of his arms is still all good, but the other arm is now missing a, a crap load of like muscle tissue and blah, blah, blah. Oh. And it's, it, you see it coming. It's one of those, the train is coming down the track, and there's no getting out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, the name of the movie is The Man Who Arms yeah, yeah, Exploded, yeah. right? So it's like they didn't <laughs> exactly other. leave anything to chance. There, there's no I love doubt. That,
2: I love that play Hamlet, The Prince Who Dies at the End. Yeah, exactly. And Romeo
0: and Juliet, they kill themselves, right? <laughs> Colon, they kill themselves. So it's the, a, you know the lovers who double suicided. You find yourself watching this movie and just thinking like, "No, dude, don't do that." Oh God! And you're cringing the whole time. You can't yeah. stop watching it. The funny part, and again, not funny, haha, is the first half of the movie where he's talking about how he got to the point where his arms exploded. He doesn't hesitate. Like he doesn't seem regretful at all. Right? Like he's, he's quite the proud of his oh, yeah. Guinness record. Right? Mm-hmm. The only reason that he's in any way, shape, or form remorseful. Is because his arm exploded. Yeah. Like if his arm hadn't exploded, I'm sure he would have just kept doing <laughs> what I'm he was doing. of the world! Yeah, exactly. It hasn't exploded yet. Keep yeah. going. Until it exploded, until it burst out of his flesh from being too big for his skin to contain
1: it. That's what would have stopped him. I want to yeah. talk about the fawns. Yeah, he's boastful. He's got he's boasting prideful. down pat. He, he can never pass a mirror without checking his hair. He has a collection of combs. He refused to wear glasses until he ended up in Lake Michigan for some reason that I don't remember.
2: Because he couldn't see it. Yeah. He couldn't see the lake. Because he wasn't wearing <laughs> And he glasses. jumped over
1: a shark. That has nothing to do with pride and yeah. vanity. But <laughs> yeah. Well, it might have a little bit to do with yeah. pride and vanity. It's, it's, it's
0: got something to do with the pride of the producers who are being crushed by their, their flagging. <laughs> the Fonz aw- couldn't uh- even
2: say, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah go, that's right. I'm <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Z- Z- <laughs> I had a Fonzie uh, lunchbox with him like throwing up the double thumbs. Yeah. we all thought that guy was the coolest.
1: Very proud of it. Sinner, did you
0: did you sit on it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, when that was like an actual insult, that people would get all uppity about. You tell me to sit on it? I can't believe this! It's outrageous. <laughs>
2: So I've only sure, watched I'll sit on it, I guess, I
1: don't and I've only watched <laughs> part of what? the
2: first episode because it sickened me. But Jersey Shore is full of total narcissists. I've never watched. You must have seen it. I have never watched a full episode, but, but you've I've
1: seen, seen pieces.
0: Bits. And being, I have
1: a really, I really, I have to admit, I don't really know what's going on with this whole be, Jersey Shore phenomenon. Being it's a in TV the show. industry,
0: being the industry, like I am, you are forced. Forced right. to
1: confront the Jersey Shore phenomenon. So tell me what it is. What what is the Jersey Shore TV series about?
0: There's a uh, a place it's kids a, in it, Jersey hang out in the summertime on the shore. This is a reality show. It is, it's it a, is a reality show. show. Okay. They put up a bunch of uh, ladies and dudes who like to rent houses and go live on the shore for the summer, and uh, they just shack them all up together. These characters and watch the fireworks ensue. They're these self styled Guidos. They yep. call themselves Guido? Guidos. What's a Guido? They're like Italian American kids who have that uh, you know
2: Bronx accent or okay. whatever they call that. If you put just the- Google image search, Guido
0: oh, you just it, They're uh, overly
2: tanned, they the- all do the duck face pose. Yeah. That all the men have the same spiky up, ridiculous hair. Yeah. They all work on their bodies way too much. Uh, the men all get their eyebrows plucked. I and think they use got tons a, they've and tons of products.
0: I think it's gym tan laundry. What it stands for is their, like, three-step procedure to going out for the night. they hit the gym, go to the tanning salon, and then, you know, do the laundry before they have to head out for the night. Okay. And the situation is the kid, is the nickname that a guy gave himself. He calls himself, I'm the situation. <laughs> right on. It, it, for, those, for those listeners who think that this is idiocy that I'm actually repeating this, Torn was looking at me with a quizzical gaze. Like, I had, he had no idea what I was talking about. So suffice to say, it, it required saying he has an iPhone app that costs $4.99. And one of the functions of it is you put in, like, gym tan laundry. It will, like, use the GPS to show you where the gyms and the tanning salons and
1: the laundry are oh, here to yeah. where you are. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. And then he'll give you a situation. Wow. I'm going to get that. I give you a situation quote of the day. And it's one of the biggest selling apps right now.
1: Mike, our sound engineer, is informing me. I'm getting a little buzzing in my ear saying, the situation is how awesome his abs are.
0: Let's just say. His abs and his personal identity are
2: intertwined
0: with one another. He's very proud of his abs. Sinful. I don't believe
2: in sin, but I hate him anyway.
0: No, it's it's one of the harbingers of the end of Western civilization as we know it, that these people who have no marketable skills or whatever are doing season two, and I believe the situation is getting paid $60,000 an episode.
1: And these people are looking up to him.
0: People watch television some, some, they, some, uh, it's either that or they're watching him as a train wreck either or it's he's being rewarded for having no marketable yeah, skills whatsoever
2: a, you it's apparently very hard to find somebody who watches the jersey shore as anything but watching a train wreck or at least that's what they claim but yeah, then they when claim you that then hipsters he, to uh, yeah watch, oh, it I watch it ironically yeah and those are all I, the but people there are watch people it. who do watch it i would say younger that think oh this is how it should be mm. and they're all orange and weird and Stupid. Just that's the, that's the main problem. Listen, if you want to be uh buckaroo bonsai and be brilliant and then preen and primp yourself, that's one thing. But to be an idiot and be thrust up on a pedestal in front of the world like that, that really annoys me. Hey, you know, We
0: could talk about literature. How about Pride and Prejudice? Anybody read that?
2: Uh, no, but I do have a copy of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. How much, how much pride is in Pride and Prejudice? I, I hate Jane Austen, so I never read it. I watched it, and I still couldn't tell you what happens.
1: <laughs> much like me and Zoolander.
2: We'll
1: right I have an announcement. I have announcements. First off, I will be appearing, me, Torn Atkinson, behind a table at the Waldorf Comic and Zine Fair on December 19th. That's at the Waldorf Hotel on 1489 East Hastings Street in sunny Vancouver, B.C. So uh, come over and visit me and maybe I'll have uh, some caustic soda merchandise. The Darkest of the Hillside Thickets, my Lovecraftian rock and roll ensemble, which you have heard on this podcast, uh, is playing at Cthulhu Palooza 2, Son of Cthulhu Palooza, on Saturday, February nineteenth, two 2011, at the Rickshaw Theatre, 254 East Hastings Street, Vancouver, B.C. There will be many short films of a Lovecraftian variety, there will be a Cthulhu cake competition. There will be the release of our brand new video for 20 minutes of oxygen, which is amazing, and uh, lots of other cool stuff. So make sure you come to that and visit us on Facebook and go to Cthulhupalooza.com for updates on that. And uh, if you'd like to get involved in some way, then please uh, email info at secondlevelwizards.com. As Second Level Wizards is the organization that is uh, putting this on. But we'll all be there. All the Caustic Soda guys will be there, so it'll be like a party. Next time on Caustic Soda. These are animals that we know, and a lot of feelings are involved, even though we were going to kill them anyway.
2: <laughs> well, children, thank you for the, for feeding my eight-legged horse Sleepnir. I award you with these gifts and a promise that you will be able to serve me forever in Valhalla as you fight until Ragnarok. Awesome. Yay!